gospel of Jesus Christ is the solution to the woes of man. How much of it you know, determines how well you reign in life. Join us. At Shepherd's Love Worldwide, opposite top radio, Circle Across, as the man of God, Apostle Johnsburg, takes us through sound teaching, and instruction in the word. Shepherd's Love Worldwide, making Christ prominent, in our generation. The man. And these signs will follow those who believe. And these signs will follow those who. Jesus is the one talking. He says, In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will, they will do what? They will speak with new tongues. So, speaking in tongues is what? It's a sign that Jesus promised that the believer will have. You understand? So you are depriving yourself if you say, oh, I'm not one of those people. I'm not those who hear about people. Oh, I'm not those. They say, oh, I say, no, I'm the cool type. So they say, pray for me, churches. I'm just one of the people. We just, you know, our God is orderly. So we just orderly, they say, let's bow our, head, our heads and pray. But we didn't pray. We just put our heads down. People were dozing. You know that place. You just do like this. For this we pray to the Lord. I'm sure the devil will be jumping. Because usually we just relax. It's like observing one minute silence. <laughs> like, they say we are honoring somebody. Let's let's observe one minute. We all just Amen. Then we all go Amen and that's it. Now, anyway, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm just talking about speaking in tongues. So Jesus is a sign. Jesus assured us. I said the words of Jesus, they are either true or it's a lie. There's no hiding. There's no middle. He said it's a sign that will follow us. So the issue now is have you believed? Then you must speak in tongues. Have you believed? Then you must speak in tongues. In fact, something happened in the scripture in the book of Acts. I just remembered. One day Paul was passing by the brethren in Ephesus or Corinth, one of them. Can somebody help us? Then he asked them, he said, have you, uh, Acts chapter 19, he said, have you believed? He said, no, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? They said, oh, they didn't hear anything about Holy Spirit. They were baptized unto John's baptism. The Bible said immediately he laid hands on them. The Bible said they received the Holy Ghost. They started blasting in command. Tokada is a proof. That the Holy Ghost indwells you. It's a sign. Jesus himself said, Okay, can we have from verse 1? Acts 19. And it happened while Paul was at Corinth, while Apollos was at Corinth, that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some disciples, he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. You see, it matters who preaches the gospel to you. These people, they, they believe, but they didn't know there is a Holy Spirit whom they must receive. They didn't know. The hands should be laid on them. They didn't know. They were just there. Look at this. Next verse. And he said to them, into what then were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism. You know John's baptism. What was John's baptism? Water baptism. 
People are happy with that, too. Then they'll give you a card. People are happy with that. Hey, you know me, you see, when you find the truth, you will see that the truth of God is different from the traditions of men. Traditions. There are people who are holding on to traditions. This is how things are done. This is how we do it. But when you look into the scriptures, you see that it's a different thing. Having God is easy. We have complicated it. Religion and the traditions of men have complicated it. He says, into what then were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism. Hey! Next verse. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him, on Jesus, who would come after him. You see the him, the age, they are different. He talks about Jesus and John the Baptist, so you, you can see it over there. That is on Christ Jesus. So John was referring the people to Jesus, not he himself. Next verse. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord. Next verse. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. The hands, hands must be laid. After you have, that's why we, we sometimes we call the people after they are born again, you can come and then after church. Some churches do it after service. They lay hands on people, see that they are speaking in tongues. We are not wasting time. Only. You say, why is it that you come? The pastor blows air into the microphone. There are things that we must do. Uh, instructions, instructions. rituals. rituals. Yeah, instructions. You understand? It was Makadosh, Makadosh. It was Makadosh. You understand? Else you just believe. There are people who just believe and wear fine clothes to church. Every Sunday they go and take picture. Church was bad. Church was lit. But what makes you see the the thing that makes your your Christianity work is the Holy Spirit. They may not be introduced to Him till the, their lifetime on earth passes. Even when he's when he wants to work in their life, he says, oh, "Bibi, Bibi, catch him." Say, "Bibi, Bibi, Bibi, Bibi." So speaking in tongues is, is 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 a proof that you have the Holy Spirit in you. It's a proof. It's a proof when you speak in tongues. It's a proof that the Holy Ghost is in you. Now we said again. So because we saw that is a sign, we went to Jude, Jude chapter Jude Jude verse twenty. Jude verse twenty or Jude one twenty. We saw that he said, he said, but you, beloved, building up yourselves in your most holy faith, rising and higher like an edifice. So when we speak in tongues, spiritually, you know, the Bible calls us a house. Remember, we are God's building. The Bible says we are, we are rising higher and higher. We, we grow bigger and bigger. Have you spoken in tongues and you felt charged? Speaking in, it, it charges your spirit man. You see, it brings your, your spirit man to the fore. It, it brings your spirit man to the front. You see, it, it diminishes the flesh and increases the spirit. There's an inner man in you. There's, the real you is your inner man, not what you are wearing your dress on. This body, the Bible says it will perish. Our outward man will perish. But our inward man is renewed day after day. There's an inner man. When somebody dies, it's his inner man that has gone. We carry the body and go and bury you understand? It's like a phone with a housing. 
well, your body is your housing, but your real you is the you inside of you. Your inner man, your innermost man, your inner being, your spirit man. When you speak in tongues, you, you, you set him aflame. When you speak in tongues, you give him the charge. Take charge, take charge, take charge. He begins to rub off on your, your body. The spirit takes over and then the, the physical goes down. The body goes down. That's what happens. You know, the Bible says it's a war between the flesh and the spirit. When we speak in tongues, one of the things we do is that we energize our spirit. So he said, but you, beloved, build up, founded on your most holy faith. Make progress, rise like an edifice, higher and higher, praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Spirit. You pray in the Holy Spirit by speaking in tongues. You don't pray in the Holy Spirit by speaking away. You don't pray in the Holy Spirit by speaking God. You pray in the Holy Spirit by speaking in tongues. Because, you see, the Bible has told us in 1 Corinthians 14, He that speaketh an unknown tongue, he speaks to God and not to men. In the Spirit, you see, nobody will understand him, but in the Spirit, he's speaking mysteries. He's saying things which cannot be understood. That's why, as a church, it's, it's, it's important that God should bless us with men who have the gifts to interpret tongues. Because some, it will bless us when, when, when there are some tongues that somebody can release. It's an answer for a moment. It's an answer for a moment. I've seen Pastor Chris do it several times. Speak in tongues and then say what the Lord is saying. It's amazing. See, <laughs> Uh, instructions, instructions, only <laughs> instructions, man. <laughs> it's amazing. It's am- uh, instructions, <laughs> and then you help it. <laughs> so now, the one who speaks in tongues, he rises higher, and high. anytime you make time. So, as a ch- I always encourage you as a church, you see, make time before you step out. Don't just go out like the other people, like your mates. Your mates just bath and go out with the best perfume. You can have the best perfume and be denied. Though. So you should go and work. Go and do the rituals. Go and do the rituals. That's our ritual. Speaking. Kalaba, shataba. Don't just be going around as a fine girl. Don't just find girl with the nicest wig, with the nicest dress. When you say fine girl, by when you are in your room, you remove your wig or whatever. You go on your knees. Let the knees bend. These knees must bend. You see, oppression knee must bend. Let bend your knee. Don't don't worry. Nothing will happen to your knee. I find it somewhere when I see people, they say they have not knelt down before. I say, hey. Very soon, very soon, I, I will be inspecting people's knees like, hey, your knee is very fresh. Oh. <laughs> hey, since they gave birth to you, it means, hey. The only time you knelt down was when some teacher be and some senior be said kneel down. That is the only time. But you've not knelt down before God in prayer. Kolaba so bradaba. Loko moko sote. Kolaba roko mo so bradabaya. And you are just speaking in tongues. You may find going. I don't want you know the dresses I wear, they are short. So I don't me to me market. And that's how I'm going to know. The guy is going to introduce me to his parents. Say, hey, now, Bana, you go to Jai, son. Your Kotoji, Kotoji. Now, so 
Now, that's, that's one of the things we said. What did we say again? What did we say again? We, we, we spoke about Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Before that, I said something. What did I say? Aha, uh -huh, I said speaking in tongues doesn't give you faith. Aha, uh -huh, yeah, correct, correct. Sharp guy. Special of the A1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Squabbles, squabbles. <laughs> I said speaking in tongues doesn't give you faith. Speaking in tongues, you see, it stirs your faith. That's, that's the difference. Speaking in tongues does not bring faith. What speaking in tongues does is that it stirs your faith. Faith comes by God's word. It is God's word that will produce faith. You see, faith will come when God's word is being what? Taught. When, when you are listening to God's word. When the word of God is being introduced. That's when you see that, ah, have you been, have you been in a situation where you were downhearted and all that, and they began to preach the word, you felt like, I'm energized. Faith has come. You can just believe. Faith, you see, the word of God makes you see the possibilities of God. When it's being taught, faith has come. Speaking in tongues tears your faith. You understand so we went to romans chapter 8 verse 26 the bible said for we know not what to pray about or oh, right but we don't know what to pray for oh. well, let's look at the scriptures let's, let's is there is there let's but the holy spirit makes intercession oh he helps us so i explained that from the scripture romans chapter 8 verse 26 i explained that you see what the bible calls infirmity some versions say infirmity. Some versions say wickedness. What the Bible calls that is not sin. You see, our English language is so limited that once you see infirmity, you are thinking sin. Once you see weakness, you are thinking, and then you may think, ah, the woman with the issue of blood. It was an infirmity. So there's what the Bible calls infirmity here. It says, likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses. Another version will not say weakness. Another version will say infirmity. But it's not a matter of sin because if it's sin, our sins have been dealt with by the offering of Jesus at the cross. You understand? What the Bible calls weakness here, right, is that we don't know what to be praying about. So when I ask you to pray now, or maybe every day as you are praying, you may think you, are, you need a job, you need a car, you need a house, but at certain times, that's not what you should be praying about. But you may not know. Oh, do you understand? At certain times, eh, you may not know that at this time, this is what God wants you to be praying about. And you may be praying for another thing. And the Bible calls that a weakness. Not being able to know what to pray for or about. The Bible calls that an infirmity. The Bible calls that a weakness. It's not a matter of sin. Sins have been paid fully at the cross. If it's sin, and it means he's going against what Jesus has done. So not, not knowing what to pray for, the Bible calls that, that situation an infirmity. You understand? But then, you see, he gives us the way out. He says the spirit helps our infirmities. The helper comes in. You see, there, there, there's a helper. That's why I said that we may get to heaven and see that ah, God put everything at our feet. God put everything at our disposal. Gave us even somebody to help. Call the helper. And we were not you. We were just there. We were doing two no. Yeah, 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 the helper. And so as our pay also. 
you want to help yourself. Is it helping help those who help themselves? When the helper is here. Heaven helps those who help themselves. But he has given us a helper. He said the spirit helps our infirmity. So the infirmity is not sin. Look at you see that from basic English, you see a colon here. It means he's about to explain what the infirmity is and how he helps us. Look at look at the explanation. It's not sin problem. He says, For we know not because he helps our infirmities because for we know not what we should pray for. That's the infirmity. As we should, as we ought. That's the infirmity. The infirmity is that we don't know what we should be praying for, as we should. Sometimes you may you may you may you, you are supposed to be praying for maybe the protection of, of your family, but you may just pray about it two seconds and pray about car 50 hours. So even even when you find out what to pray for, you are not praying for as you ought. You understand. You, what you what you actually should be praying about, you may just glance over it. It's like a student reading their book, preparing for an exam, and what they should be learning, the area you should really learn, you just glance, you just say, mm-hmm. and you went and st- you took 50 hours over the Ozo. You went to the BAM library, sat like this, put your leg in water, and you were now learning Ozo. It didn't come. What you really learned part didn't come in the exam. And what you should be learning, you just oh, okay, let's have it, let's have it, that's good, that's good, let's have it, let's have it, mm, really, really, this professor is good, oh, that's good, that's good, hold it, hold that, yeah, hold that, hold that, you were just reading and then hold that, hold that, hold that, like some people have been holding that since yesterday, say, senor, give him the ball, he will not score. <laughs> oh Jesus oh God is good God is good oh. how God puts your enemies before you man. Oh. <laughs> those days when I, when I used to preach the law we were taught that in Luke 19 27 he said that he said bring my enemies before me and kill them oh Luke 19 you know they, they, they don't teach they don't read the whole scripture oh. they just pick one verse oh. Luke 19 27 those who don't want me to be any enemies over, uh, to rule over them, bring them before me and kill them. And they just stand on it. Uh-huh. Or see, one, look at this. So, I used to go for meetings like that where the man of God would just read the scripture. Luke 19, 27. He said, those who, sh- who don't want me to reign over them, bring them before me and kill them. But you don't read the whole scripture to see who they are talking about. And once we just read this verse, we start praying. They say, your family members who don't want you. Oh, Papa's side. Oh, Mommy's side. Oh, ne- then you are sweating. Kadabala, labada, la, la, la. <laughs> we are afraid that means, ah, it's normal. You, some people, are, they are okay. Oh. They are okay that they are praying and they are not seeing results. Oh. They are okay. So, when you tell them you prayed and you had an answer, it's like, hey, it's a surprise. Hey, then I owe you. It's like, hey, you there, you have taken God World Cup. Oh. Look, he said, Luke 19 27. This is how we we'll gather in somewhere in the meeting, and the man of God will just go, bring, he said, but bring here those enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them and slay them before me. And slay them. He said, if you clap your hands, your hands have become a sword. You are slaying your enemy. You are slaying them. Your mother's side, your father's side. If you kill everybody in your house. <laughs> ah! 
Oh, you see what we should major on. So this, this is an example. We pray about other things. What we should be praying about. And the Bible calls that an infirmity. So let's let's go back to Romans 8. And come and see me praying. Pray. There was a time when I'm walking around, I'm having stones in my pocket. I, I've been there before. I've been through it. I've been through it. So when I'm teaching you the word, believe me. Believe me. Do you know why? Because the Bible said that Jacob, when he wrestled with the angel, you see, he, he, the stone, he took a stone and anointed it and called this place Bethel. So you should take your stone. And what is your name? You give to it. And Zerubbabel, he said, he said, Zerubbabel will speak grace, grace, grace to the stone, to the mountain which will stand before him. You speak grace, grace. Hey! So you put the stone in your pocket. You'll be shocked. Before he's going to work, he'll take the stone and say something. And near me, I have soon now you. Because the God is now in you. Oh yeah, rituals, rituals, rituals. I said, oh, follow instructions. Oh, follow instructions. Oh yeah, rituals. Oh yeah, different rituals. So you say something to them, maybe rub his face. And now me go goose here, me go a kuji. Guy in whom you are money, say some money on credit. So you see that they are used to these things. So when people like us come around, we are like, hey, they think that these people they are unbelievers because they are too cool. They are too cool. They are too cool. They are too calm. They are too calm. Hey, what is this? What is this? I once went to preach somewhere. In fact, I, I didn't go and preach. Uh, somebody was invited and I followed. I followed to go to the place. When we got there, they were seated. A family, they were seated. And other, like their friends and co. They were seated. You know, young boy, you are following back. And I was just sitting down. And then one man came and said, I wait for yourself. Right in front of me. Like, you know, you have to have big stomach. Your beard must be some way. May we not grow one day and do it to young people that God will call. Over. May we not grow and say we have seen it and we now say, oh, these people, who are they? Who are they? It's easy when you are here, you are saying it. You are saying, you too, you may grow and say, oh, who is that? What do you know? Leave. Anyway, let's, let's come back to what we are saying. So, we are, we are still talking about praying in tongues. Praying in tongues. The prayer or, or praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying in tongues. That's prayer number Point number what? Point number five. Wow. So we said that likewise, Romans chapter 8 verse 20 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. So what I, I just said was that the weaknesses here is not sin. Lest you read it and go, Oh, Father, forgive my sin. Oh, for sins have been dealt with at the cross by the offering of Jesus. When Jesus was offered at the cross, sins were dealt with. You understand? Sins have been paid at the cross by the blood of Jesus. Now, what he calls weakness, what he calls weakness here, I'm saying it over and over again so that you know. What he calls weakness is not sin. What he calls weakness, and I said other versions can say what? Infirmities. 
infirmity. And then you may read the woman with the issue of blood and say, oh, infirmity. Infer no. For, you see, we don't know what to pray about at the right times. So that's what the Bible calls infirmity or weakness. It's a weakness. Not knowing what to pray about. You may be praying for car. You may be praying for house. You may be praying for marriage. Most people praying for marriage. La ba da ba. La 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 ba. Hey, 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 hey. Marriage, oh. Marriage, oh. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. But actually, actually, the Lord may be leading you to pray for somebody else. He may be leading you to intercede for somebody. But you are not alert to know. So you think, ah, once it's time for prayer, it's about marriage. Or it's about this, you're traveling. You understand? The Bible calls you or us not, not being able to tell what exactly we should be praying about and for a weakness or an infirmity. You can, you, you can see that it says, likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. Colon, colon, colon. He's about to explain what the infirmities are. He says, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. That's the infirmity. But thankfully, he has given us a helper to help. So that, so that in that moment, he can assist us to pray about what exactly we should be praying about. He says, but the Spirit itself maketh intercessions for us. The Spirit itself maketh intercession for us. With groanings, which will not be uttered. The Spirit itself what? Now I mentioned the word last week. He helpeth, helpeth. The Spirit helpeth our, he, he said, he also helpeth. I mentioned a Greek word, I said, sunanti lambanomai. It's a big word. That's a word there. Sometimes, you see, we go to the Greek so that we can understand better. You understand? Not to tension anybody. To, uh, so that we can, understanding can come. Now, what that word means is that the Holy Ghost, you see, it means to hold together with against. I want to demonstrate with you again. Please come. So, here is a Lewis praying. Here is a Lewis, he's praying. My guy, a fresh boy. Yes, Sir Lewis praying. Right? And then he's praying with the Holy Spirit as his partner. You understand? The Holy is in partnership with the Holy Spirit in the prayer. What happens is that it says the Holy Ghost holds together with against. So it's like the Holy Ghost holds you, and now you, you are now two. You understand? That's what it means. That's the word to hold together with and against. So the Holy Ghost comes to join you in prayer. That's a helper. You see, English language is always limited. The English says helps. But the word actually is to hold together with against. So the Holy Ghost comes to do that as you are praying with him. He joins you in prayer. So that at that time your prayer becomes precise. It becomes concise. It goes to the right place. You understand? Else you'll be praying amiss. You may be praying for, oh, Father, remember Ekiya. Father, remember this. But at that time, he may be leading you to intercede for the, your colleagues at work. Because maybe there's a danger. You understand? Please be seated. Thank you. Then I gave you an example of a video I watched that week, last week. You know the windows. I don't know if you have seen it. There's a lady who, in one of their videos, they are very good guys. So they try to act. Now, one of the, you are sleeping. Why? What did you do? 
You didn't do anything you are sleeping. Anyway, so back to this. Now, the windows. I watched a video and then one lady in one of their videos, one lady was, was sleeping. She was very tired. You could tired from work and other activities. Like we also are at times. And then she, she, it was time to pray. Her alarm went off. And the Holy Ghost was giving her the edge. Pray, 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 pray. She woke up and she just, oh, I'm tired. She just turned off the alarm and went back to, to sleep. Then the thing came again. Pray, 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 pray. She woke up and she just said, ah, there's nothing really to pray about. And she just said, Father, thank you for everything. And she went back to sleep. Then she woke up again. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you for my life. Thank you. The Holy Spirit was telling her, wake up and pray. Then it got to a time it became too much. And she quoted the scripture, this scripture. The Holy Spirit helps our infirmities. He intercedes, blah, 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 blah. Then he started speaking in tongues. Makaya, Kadaba. That's why I love to speak in tongues. She was very weak. But you know, you know that thing. When you are speaking in tongues, you are very weak. Suddenly you get up and be pacing the floor. Kalabaraba. Your spirit has taken over. Your, your spirit man is charged. Lekomaka. She, she woke up. She was now speaking. Maraba. Not knowing at that same time, her best friend was being strangled to death by a demon. Not knowing at that same time. Her best friend was having a demonic attack on her bed. You see, God will use us to save nations. Oh. God will use us to save people around us. Oh. So if you are there, you say, oh, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. You may go to your friends who now, whom you could have prayed for. Whom, if you had allowed yourself, the Holy Spirit would have helped you through prayer to save them. I mean, I've gone for meetings where they prophesied to people and said, hey, somebody wanted to do this to you, but thank who is this person? He said, it's my friend. Thank him. He prayed and the, God used his prayer. Go and look for them and give them an offering. Have you not heard some before? You see, God always wants to help men. So she was praying and then later, so after she prayed, you know, after praying, you feel light. You feel like it has worked. That she, she had the note, the victory note that, ah, it is settled. And she went back to sleep. Then one day she met her friend and then they were chatting. The friend said, hey, what happened three nights ago? I almost died. Somebody was on me, choking me. They said, ah, three nights ago. He said, yes. What time? She mentioned the time. It was around the same time she was feeling the earth pray and she prayed. Else she would have come for the funeral and said, God give it, God take it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And now the boys' boys will gather and eat kinky. The boys' boys will gather. Some boys have a union. They go and they go and they go and stand and say, Hey, I, I, I see you, Che. I see you, Che. We went, went for a funeral recently. People were there. Not not quite recent. We went for a funeral and people come and see them. It's about showing cars and showing hairstyle and the lady showing their dressing. It's like, hey, Charlie, come. Hey, you! Obi Badao. You are here. They, hey! Oh! I'm like, hey, this body, they, they, they don't have emotions. So. So that's what speaking in tongues does. You see, if the Holy Ghost takes charge of the prayer. You understand? He takes charge of the prayer. What, what else did we say? 
Then we looked at what? Then I said Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Can we have Acts chapter 2, please? I've spent time, power. You know, I like the way I can take my time to explain the scriptures. Because it's our church. If I have been invited for a program, Charlie, that one there, Papa, if you don't understand, you understand, Charlie. <laughs> I just, I, when, I, when I just leave, I say, oh, the helper will help them. <laughs> but as for our church, you know, you have to take time as, as a school, no? Explain, explain, Charlie. This Friday, we are starting three nights of blessing. It will be amazing. 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 And I think two weeks ago or so, Charlie, I've started visiting the Miracle Center like to pray every week. And I've been praying for you. So when you're at your workplace, make the prayers work. You see, don't, don't hinder the prayer. You go to work and just go and be chatting with your friends. Eh? Go to work. No, Dean saying, who in common and win here. Go, go and work and go home. You are telling everybody about your parents, your family. Your, oh. Eh? We are praying for you that your business should go on. You don't know how to talk to customers. Hmm? Most of you are like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. But, Mr. Mitchell, it's like your heart wants to fall in your stomach. <laughs> Anyway, so back to this. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, we are still on speaking in tongues. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Next verse, please. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It, it means that the rumblings or let me say a tornado that precedes a storm that's what that's what that that, that word rushing mighty wind the holy ghost it was hey, it was too heavy you see the sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting next verse and there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as of fire and as he sat upon each, and he sat upon each of each of them, sorry. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. Because it was a cloven tongues of fire. Cloven tongues, it was on everybody. Everybody, Lograda Vraka. This is when the church was born. This is when the church was born. They, now they went out, they were preaching Jesus. You know that the day the law was introduced, how many people perished? Three thousand people died at the foot of Sinai. Moses came down and saw the people. He said, "Ah, they had built a donkey for themselves, golden calf, actually, and they were worshiping it with their earrings and all that." That's what some people say. We don't wear earrings. We don't wear. But were you part of that group? Was your was your earring used to do that? You see, I said religion. Religion can make you nothing. I said, religion, eh? Religion can suppress you. Oh, as we are laughing and everything, really, 
You see, the, the truth of God is different from the traditions of men. There are things that people do. You say, oh, it's our tradition. That's why God can't help them. Because they are stuck in these things. When God called Abraham, he said, come out of your family house. He knew there was something there that would hinder what he wants to tell the guy. Christianity is too simple. We complicate it with, well, this person said this. You don't read your Bible. He said, they use their, their earrings, so we don't wear, it was your earring part. <laughs> we, don't, we don't wear a ring. We don't wear this, they used it. <laughs> so anyway, when Moses came down, he was annoyed. Hey, Moses was that pastor, that Nakuma. Nakuma, Hannah, the people, you, ministry, eh? the kind of people you would deal with. Now, I'm getting used to it. Like, I'm getting used to it. Too. And that's, that's how to do it. You see, I'm getting used to people, people disappointing you, people insulting you, pe people you have been good to. That's, that's, that's how Jesus was. Like, they, they may fail you, but trust in him. They may fail you. But Moses was annoyed. When he came down, he saw them worshiping. He said, he took the thing, the, the, the tablet, Samsung Galaxy. <laughs> hey! Fresh one that God had given to him. Oh. The guy just descended and said, What? Who won't follow instructions? Moses just got annoyed. Nakuma Bunny BP are sorry. Hey! Hey, in the temperature number 280. Hey! And he just took the thing bah. He said, Who is on the lost side? Hey! If you're on the lost side, come here. If you're oh, and the people went to this place. The Bible said immediately the earth opened. And three thousand people were swallowed. And the earth closed. But when the church began, when the when the Holy Ghost came on them, if we are to read further, you will see that they went out and they preached the, the gospel. And when they preached the gospel, instead of people dying, 3,000 men were saved. You see, the gospel is that which brings salvation. You see, and I passed away there on Kabonienim. This pastor, he doesn't preach about sin. He doesn't preach about, I'm called to preach the gospel. Not sin. When Jesus rose, he didn't say preach sin. He said preach the gospel. The gospel is what will save the power of God to save is in the gospel. It's in the gospel. As for sins, that's why Jesus went to the cross. That's why Jesus went to the cross. So, now, it sat on them. Hey, clothing tongues of fire. And I said, if you are familiar with Leviticus, Leviticus 11, you will see clothing there. When he talks about animals that are clean and animals that are unclean, he uses clothing. Can we read it quickly? Now, in the course of this study, if you have a question, right, Sir Lewis, come. If you have a question, kindly send your question to this man. Kindly send your question to this man. From next week, I'll be answering questions. So maybe, because we are talking about prayer. Charlie, prayer must work. God has designed prayer that it should work. So if you have a question, kindly send it to this man. And from next week, we'll be tackling it. Thank you. Now, Leviticus 11 from verse 1 he said, And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying to them, Oh, can you go down? Okay, let's, let's go, let's go. Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, 
These are the beasts which ye shall eat among the beasts that are on the earth. Next verse. Whatsoever parteth the hoof, it means the hoof is divided to parts, to divide, and is cloven footed. So the animal must have what? The hoof must be divided and it must be cloven. That's what it means. It, means it should be cloven. It is clean for you. Look, and chewed the card. If it's chew, it chews the card. If you remember, you are Greek. The goat. It chews the card. It will eat and bring it back and eat again. So the goat is clean. Per the law, the goat is clean because the feet are divided. But the horse is not clean. The horse, it has one, one big, this one, like, it is not divided. So you, you can't eat it. Have you seen someone eating ponko before? Aha. Uh -huh. But somebody can eat it now because now the watin yaman now. But me, me, I don't know how it will taste. Me, I don't know how it will taste. <laughs> maybe, maybe we may eat it when we are done. Then you tell me it was horse meat. Said, ah! <laughs> so among the beasts that ye shall eat. So I don't know. Maybe because we are reading Old King James, I people can understand. Can we have New King James? Among the animals, whatever divides the hoof. Having cloven hooves and chewing the cat, that you may eat. You may eat those ones because they are clean. Next verse. Nevertheless, this you shall not eat among those that blah, blah, blah. So now he gives another type that you should not eat. And one of the requirements is that the food should be cloven. Now back to Acts 2, 2 verse 2, that way. You see that he calls the tongues what? Cloven. Cloven. It means that the thing is pure. You see, the more you speak in the more purified you are. You see, the, it, it, oh, you, you are enabled to walk in purification. The more you speak, it is clean. It is clean. The, the, the thing is clean. When you, man, do, kola, baradaba, so, brada, you are engaging something which is pure. Something which is pure. It's clothing. We, we just saw that clothing was for pure things. It's, it's clothing. Clothing tongues. No, sometimes uh, among the brethren, like among us, there may be little, little issues. Like some bitterness against somebody, some this. You see, when you speak in tongues, you are enabled to walk in love. The more you speak in tongues, the, watch it. The more you speak in tongues, the more the ministry of the Holy Spirit is expressed. You walk in love. You walk in love. Watch people who are always, they say, they are cheap and so, hey, man, they don't talk to this one 30 years. They are not talking. 20 years, they are not talking. Most of such people, when, it's, when you tell them to, it's just autotrobones way. Autotrobones, yeah, that was it. Then, you see, when you speak in tongues, you see, you are engaging the spirit. So he'll be expressing himself. And one of his fruits is love. Love. Love is expressed. Love it. You see, when you speak in tongues, because it's pure fire, it will burn the chaff. Pure fire. Pure fire. It will burn the chaff. Of as you speak in other tongues, the chaff will go. It's amazing. It's amazing. Then, then I spoke about James chapter 3. The Bible talks about the tongue being the little member of the body, yet it can set to flight passions and emotions because it's a world of iniquity. Look at it. James chapter 1, verse. Somebody said, Hey, so how, how do you read your Bible? I said, I don't know. <laughs> I said, I don't know, Grace. When I was asking the Jehovah, see how I've been sitting here, we've been chatting and all that. 
and I'm watching Manchester United. Don't know. I don't know. Sometimes you pick your Bible, you are reading sports like I'm watching film. Somebody is teaching you. Say it like this. This means this. This means this. Okay, okay. Good, good. Good, good, good. Hold it. <laughs> it says, and oh, aha. Uh -huh. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasted great things. Hey! Please, let's have old King James so that it can be clear to all of us. I mean, new King James, sorry. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest, a little fire kindles. That's what the, the tongue can do. It can set fire. You see, some people started crying because somebody said something. Something can be said to you and suddenly your good mood can change. The tongue. He said, a, a great forest, you can use small fire to, to just burn the whole place. That's how the tongue is. Next verse. Okay. And so the tongue is a small part of the body, yet it carries great power. Just think of how a small flame can set a huge forest ablaze. Next verse. And the tongue is a fire. It can be compared to the sum total of wickedness and is the most dangerous part of our human body. It corrupts the entire body. The tongue, it does what? And it's a hellish flame. It releases a fire that can burn throughout the course of human existence. Hey, the tongue, very dangerous. Very dangerous. Next verse. I'm, we are looking at the scripture and see why we speak in tongues. Look at this. For every wild animal on earth, including birds, creeping reptiles, and creatures of the sea and land have all been overpowered and tamed by humans. Every animal has been tamed. Every animal has been, but the tongue. Look at it. Next, next verse. But the tongue is not able to be tamed. We have tamed every animal, only the tongue. Who can tame the tongue? It's a fickle, unrestrained evil that spews out words full of toxic poison. Like some people, so as I'm reading this, maybe your past relationship, you are just seeing it. Hey! <laughs> you are just seeing Ah! Hey! Ah! Oh! Really? You see, the word of God is the oldest book, yet very consistent with the times. Everything is in God's word. You can see that, oh, okay, hey, something can be said to you in the whole day. If you are dating somebody who, who is always insulting you, there you are a failure, and you are still the pastor, I love you. You love this one. You are a failure. You can never make it. He said you can, do you know, do you know some men are stuck to such traditions? They don't like to see women progress. Oh. There are some men like that. If a woman is progressing, it becomes a threat. They want you to be in the house. Be in the kitchen, be cooking. He said, that's the tradition of our Be in the house and follow instructions. <laughs> some, some men will tell you that. Some men will tell you that, hey, they don't want to come and marry anybody a Ghanaian woman else you cannot control them 
Hey, that, hey. Oh, you don't know these things I'm saying? There are some men, it's like, it's like you are in a, this one. They are controlling you. Hey, they don't, they don't, like they don't push you to go higher. Go higher in this your vocation. Like, Charlie, like how some, and there are some men who actually help. Go higher, do this. What do you need? Like, supporting you. Some is a threat. It's a threat. Say, no, 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 you cannot go higher. Relax, stay in the house. You, you either choose when you, say, when you come home and say you have promoted you you say you either choose your job or you choose the marriage <laughs> you either choose your job or you choose your marriage choose one and then you, see you are crying <laughs> you have not found counsel you have not found counsel anyway but the tongue is not able to be tamed is a fickle, unrestrained evil that spills out words full of toxic poison. Next verse. We use our tongue to praise God our Father and then turn around and curse a person who was made in his very image. Next verse. Out of the same mouth, we pour out words of praise one minute and curses the next. My brother's and sisters, my brothers and sisters, this should never be. So you see, all he's saying is that the tongue has what? The tongue cannot be tamed. When you read, you see that when you tame your tongue, we just read it, when you tame your, when you tame your tongue, you tame your life. That's what one version says. When you tame your tongue, you tame your, your life. But you see, you don't tame your tongue by saying, I won't say anything. Today is quiet day. Today is a quiet day. Today I will not talk. Today no talking day. No, 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 no. That's not how you tame the tongue. You see, you tame the tongue when you speak in tongues. Fire comes to. It, it, that's a cloving. It tames. That's speaking in tongues tames your tongue. It it, it causes you to say the things. That your hearers, your words will be seasoned with grace. When you find a man full of the spirit, he knows what to say at every moment. That's what speaking. That's the advantage speaking in tongues. Frequently, that's for you. It knows. It gives you. It gives you words to answer your hearers. Because you are with the spirit. You are in partnership with him. You see, speak, speaking in tongues is God's way of taming the tongue. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He said nobody could tame it. You see, the taming they did to the animals, it was man that did it. This one, God tamed, you see, the tongue, man couldn't tame it. So God comes in. That's why it's another tongue that God is giving you. <laughs> another tongue. And it's called speaking. Why don't they say speaking in voices? They say speaking in tongues. It's tongues, tongues. When people say, hey, did you speak in tongues? And then I know, hey, this body don't have issues. When they come and say, and I spoke in tongues, and I say, this only issues. <laughs> if you know what's going on and what we want to do, you speak in tongues. Tongues. <laughs> First time I was speaking in tongues, I said, hey, you can't comment, Ned. Hey. <laughs> the way you speak in tongues. So, now this is the last thing I wanted to say that speaking in tongues tames your tongue. Have you got that? 
Okay, let's, let's go to the next prayer, authoritative prayer. So we have done four, right? Five. So this is six. six. We are talking about our what? priestly ministry of prayer. And we are looking at kinds of prayer. We have looked at how, how many prayers have we looked at? Can somebody just mention? We have spoken about prayer of faith. What, what is prayer of faith? So I believe that now you know how to pray the prayer of faith. Next one we have spoken about is what? Prayer of petition. We have spoken about prayer of petition. You see, it's important that you know these things. As you say, empire, they send one and say, oh, but you don't see results. You still over. You don't. Then later the devil comes to you and says, hey, you didn't pray. Well, that's why. It wasn't God's will to give you this. But you actually were not praying right. So, prayer of faith, prayer of petition. The next one is what? Prayer of consecration. It has to do with God's will. Let your will be done. Let your will be done in my life. Let your will be done in my business. Let your will be done. That's consecration. Fourth one. Prayer of worship, praise and thanksgiving. Then the fifth one is what we're speaking in tongues. So now let's look at what? Authoritative prayer. Authoritative prayer. Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Luke 10. Jesus said, I give to you power authoritative prayer behold i give you uh -huh. i give you the authority i like this translation so much some versions say i give you authority but it's it's definite in the greek it's definite i give you the authority behold i give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power how many powers and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. These are the words of Jesus. It's either Jesus is lying or he's telling the truth. No two ways. Either Jesus is lying or he's telling the truth. Is you. <laughs> you can't say, you can't say, oh, oh, actually, actually nothing. He's either lying or he's telling the truth. He said, behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents look at this christianity is not something old that's why i said come out of religion come out of it this is life this is life one day when i got born again fresh and i was pursuing the things of god hard one guy called me in the university he said charlie this thing you are following charlie you are becoming too serious with god you become a target for the devil so you know relax so that the devil doesn't care about you You'll be shocked that if you walk on the streets, there are people who think like that. When look at what he has given us. Has he made us pray to the devil? He said, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all, not some, over all the power. This is authority we are talking about. Remember, authoritative prayer. So let, let's, let's continue. Let's look at another scripture. Let's look at another scripture. I think in in Mark, okay. In John chapter 4, 14, verse 26, look at what the Bible says. Or oh, before that, let's read Matthew 18, 18. Uh -huh, that's fine. Matthew 18, 18. Matthew chapter 18, verse 18. Assuredly, I say to you, 
whatever you bind on earth, we are talking about authority. Authoritative prayer has to do with standing in the authority that is in the name of Jesus. You see, standing solely in the authority that is in his name. Remember, he has given us his name to use. Do you know that? He has given us his name. Have you not read the scripture? He said, ask anything in my name. It's his name he has given us. We have a name, and that name is Jesus. Look, he says, assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Look at, look, eh, power sweet. You see, power is not with the government. This body have voted. They vote for them. Four years, then they go. Some countries, three years. Power is with the church. Look, he said, whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Nonsense. This is too sweet. <laughs> too sweet. If you know the scriptures, you will know how to use them. He says, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. This is authority Jesus is talking about. I'm giving you authority. Anything you are saying on earth, that's what has been said in heaven. Anything you lose on earth has been loosed. And I said authoritative prayer has to do with using the authority that is in the name. Can we have a scripture? He said he has given him a name. Philippians 2, right? And then find me the scripture that Jesus says we should use his name. Anything we ask in his name. In the gospels. Kindly help us. So it has to do with using his name. Use, this kind of prayer, eh? Pray using in the, that's why in the of Jesus in the name of Jesus so and so and so and so amen and then in the name of Jesus as we are speaking in tongues we are declaring it it has to do with using his name you see it's our legal covenant benefit can we have the scripture Philippians 2 9 so the father has given him a name that are the mention of his name. They say, they say are the mention. You see the scripture if it's there. there. There are many things that we quote. When you open your Bible, you won't see it. Look, therefore, the Father has highly exalted him and given him the name. He has given Jesus what? The name. He has not given Jesus a name. If it's a name, it means that Jesus is one of the names. He has given Jesus the name. <laughs> Everything recognizes Jesus. Which is above every name. So the name of Jesus is bigger than what? Any, so if you, if you come and you say this is, this is what? This is infertility. The name of Jesus is bigger than infertility. You see, only if you can believe. All things are possible. We have seen people whose wombs have been removed. They gave birth. Some of us, the day you go to the hospital and you go and check your body and they say, we have seen ovarian cysts, you, you start weeping. You start looking like somebody who has ovarian cysts. <laughs> Meanwhile, when you left home, you didn't even look like that. <laughs> I heard the story of a brother. He went to do a test and then they checked him and then they gave the result. They said he had hepatitis B. And he started eating carrots and lettuce and things. <laughs> And suddenly he became very sick. He looked like somebody who truly had <laughs> Then one day in Ghana, the hospital called him back also and they said, ah, his name and somebody's name matched. So they swabbed his this one. So it wasn't him, it was the other person. This brother was eating carrot. 
But you see, if you stay with the word, what does the word of God say? He says, there is a law. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin. And These are things that you say every day. Every day. Every day. The law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, has made me free. Has made me free from the law of failure, from the law of sickness, from the law of infertility, from the law of poverty. He has exalted him and given him the name uh, which is above every name. Next verse. That, that you know, we, we hear it all the time. At the mention of the name. Did you see mention there? There are many things that are popular because we don't read our Bibles. You say, hey, that at the mention of the It's not the mentioning of It's the name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Do you see mention? You can check many versions. It's like somebody singing, Isaiah, Like, where did you see it? Where did Yohani say, In Isaiah 9, it was, it was Isaiah prophesying that, ah, don't you read these things during Carol's night? Behold, unto us a, a son is born, blah, 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 blah. Oh, Isaiah, it's Isaiah, and I share and come. It's Johanny Beckham, oh, yeah, then. But you see, because we don't study our Bibles, we flow with these things. We flow with these things. Instead of Isaiah, and come, share, no, or share, and come, say, Isaiah, and come, share, and share, and come. Johanny, dear. Johanny, go, yeah, then, oh. But you see, when, when something has been popular for a long time, when a lie has been popular for a long time and the truth comes, you say you are controversial. It looks like, hey, what is this? Like, heaven helps those who help themselves. Do you see a, a verse like that? Look, he didn't say at the mention, he said at the name of Jesus. At the name. So he has given us a name that can cause everything to bow, every situation anything. Once we know the name we are using in Galatians or so, it says we should do everything in name. Today you will find scriptures for me. They are now coming. They are coming. Help, help me. Help me. Is that John 14, right? I'll come to John 14. John 14. Colossians 3.16, right? John 14, what? 14. Okay, before that, let's have Colossians 3.16. That we should do all things. Seventeen. Okay. Let the word of Christ. Okay, jump to. Oh, somebody. And whatever you do in word and in deed, do all in the name of Jesus. Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. He's not saying when you are going to sleep, I sleep in Jesus' name. When you are going to drive your car, I drive this car in Jesus' name. That is madness. <laughs> You know, there are some believers like that. They are, they are religious. Hey! When they, meet, when they meet you, Shatolo Makataya. Oh, Jesus. Bokod, yeah. Your grace. So, one day somebody met me and I said, Charlie, a design is so. Adumni Mumpai. And I was, I was now asking Makata Sabi Mumpai. Anyway, he says, Whatever you do in word 
or indeed do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. What this word, the, the Greek word here is, do, for name is onoma. O-N-O-M-A. Some people add H. O-N-O-M-A. It means authority. So not the name like, so that you are walking. I'm walking in Jesus' name. You are sitting. I'm sitting in Jesus' name. You are drinking. I'm drink, No, no. It's doing whatever you are doing in the authority. I don't know if you have a version that can make that. So authoritative prayer has to do with using the authority that is in the name of Jesus to pray. That's authoritative prayer. If you don't have a, a, a translation that says that, don't worry. Translation is serious. So. TLB. It's closer. TLB. Okay, let's read NLT too. Look at this. You see, this is why we, we, we check different translations. So. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative. You see, this one has at least given an idea. Do it as a rep of the Lord Jesus. Another version says, do it in the name of Jesus. So you may now say, oh, Tale, how are you in the name of Jesus? Oh, oh Tale, um, talk credit in mommy, in Jesus' name. <laughs> and because he said, do it in the name of anything you had but he was actually telling you that use the authority that is in jesus anytime you are doing anything be conscious of it that's what it means be conscious be conscious of it last time pastor building said something he said that people are scared this one is dying this one is dying he said and people are saying who is next he said i we don't know we don't know who is next but i know who is not next that's me you see, when you, the, when you know the word of God and you are using the word, the person who doesn't know it will say you are bragging. You say you are bragging. What the man is The rains will beat on your house and throw it down. <laughs> so, you said the TLB. What, what, what? It's the same thing. Oh, okay. So, do it in the authority. Do it in the authority of the name Jesus. Do it in the authority of Christ. Anything you are doing do with authority the authority that comes from jesus and he said john 14 right verse 14 he has given us his name so when it comes to authoritative prayer we use the name of jesus to pray that is our authority remember in saint mark's gospel i think mark chapter 12 jesus said you cannot enter a strong man's house unless you do what unless you bind him then you can plunder his goods. I'll show you something. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. See, in his name, in his name. That's the secret. Authoritative prayer has to do with his name, using the authority, using the power in his name. Because he said he has given it to us. Behold, I give you the power. Amazing. Now, one reason why we go for soul winning or we, we preach to people and they don't mind us is not because we are not preaching well enough. It's because of something. Let's look at Matthew chapter 28. Matthew 28. Or you witness Christ to a friend be at your workplace, at your school, etc. And ah, what's going on with this guy? Look at him. Oh, verse 18 there about 
And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Is, is authority matter? You see, all authority has been what? And on earth. Now, verse 19. Go therefore. This word changes everything. This word. What's the word here? It changes everything. This word, it means go on the premise that all authority has what? Been given to him in heaven and on earth. It says, go therefore. So the issue is that we have been going. We don't go therefore. We have been going. We don't go therefore. If you miss everything I'm saying, I'm saying that, look, he said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. You understand? Many people just go so that they can make disciples of the nations. But they don't go as he said we should go. That is, he said, go therefore. And the therefore is talking about what? The authority that has been given to him. Please, verse 18 again. See it for yourself. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Verse 19. Go therefore and make this. So go on the authority that has been given to me. So when you are going, I'll go on the authority that is in his name. Don't just go. That I said we should go. He said go therefore. Therefore means that go on the premise that he has all authority. All authorities in the name of Jesus. That's how we'll see miracles. That's how we'll see testimonies. And now, when you're, when you're going to witness to somebody, eh? when you're witnessing to a friend or something, you see, use the authoritative prayer comes in. I mentioned a scripture, I think it's in Mark 12 or so, that until you go to a strong man's house, you have to bind him and then you can plunder his goods. Mark 3.27. Matthew 12 also has the same thing. Mark 3.27. So you have to learn to use an example. No one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man and then he will plunder his house. Some of the people you are preaching to or you are talking to about Jesus at your workplace, your home, your friends, your relatives, and you think, oh, they are being too difficult. They are demons disturbing them. It's demons that are that's why that's where authoritative prayer will come in. You understand? In the name of Jesus, I bind every demon that is controlling the mind of this, my friend. That's that, that's where authoritative prayer will come in. Remember in, in 2 Corinthians 4, he tells us that their eyes have been blinded, lest the light of the gospel of Christ should shine on them. So there are demons at play. There are demons at play. You read 1 Corinthians 15. Paul says that Paul says that he fought beasts at Ephesus. And that is the same Ephesus where the word of God grew mightily and prevailed. He, he had to what, fight beasts. So there are demons that have been released to control nations, control localities, families. So that's why we need authoritative in the name of Jesus. Some of your friends, you are talking to them about something. You think, oh, this unfortunate mommy. You have to now go on your knees in the name of Jesus. Every demon, every power that is controlling this guy's mind, 
Sometimes you think your relationship is not working because this guy is difficult, this lady is difficult. Your authoritative prayer must come in. Peter was with Jesus. The devil could manipulate his mind for him to now say, don't die, don't die. You think it's your boyfriend and girlfriend, the devil cannot. Yes, one year fast, hey, who said, hey, get thee behind me, Satan. Maybe you would have convinced him. So, so there are demons at play. There are demons. Demons have been released to watch over nations, to watch over families. To, do you know that the neighborhood you live in, there are demons that have been released to watch over that neighborhood, to, to propagate the agenda of the devil. So, authoritative prayer will now come in, in the name of Jesus. Because all authority in heaven and on earth has been given, and he gave us his name to use. So, sometimes, practice this. When you want to preach to your friend at your workplace, you think, oh, Charlie, I've found the truth. I want to introduce this to my colleague. It's not just, oh, Charlie, come and hear the gospel and believe. It's not like that. Oh. It's not like that. After you have preached to them, they are doing long in the name of Jesus. Every scale that has been put on his eyes by any demon of darkness, those scales fall off in the name of Jesus. Any manipulating spirit that is manipulating this lady's mind in the name of Jesus. You see, that's how to pray the authoritative prayer. You understand? Very simple. Very simple. I'm done with that. Very simple. Very, very, very nice and simple. In, 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 oh, there's a scripture again. Paul said that they wanted to go to Thessalonica, first Thessalonians. They wanted to go to Thessalonica, but the devil resisted them. They wanted to go and do ministry. The devil resisted, hey! The devil resisted them. Hey! hey they are demons. That's why we need the authoritative prayer. In the name of Jesus. Any power. You may think, at ah, this business, why is it that this business is not growing? This business is not growing. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. You say, ah, but I'm investing into this business. It's not just putting money in the business. Sometimes, you, if the Lord should open your eyes, and you may see that, ah, something has been released over your business. One day, Bishop Oedipo said that, the church wasn't growing. So he was concerned. After a certain time, he was concerned. He said, ah, what's happening that our ministry is not growing? And he went to God in prayer, and the Lord showed him a vision. He saw a dark cloud over, over the church. He saw a dark cloud over the church. And the Lord said, this is why. So he had to now go in the name of Jesus. Every cloud of darkness. You see, that's the authoritative prayer. One man of God who said that ah, the same thing was happening to them. The Lord opened his eyes and there was a principality on the altar. You'll be shocked. There was a principality sitting down on the altar. So when his eyes were now open to see, the thing saw him. He now began to beg because he knew that the, the thing you're about to use will work. Because every, you see, every power in heaven and earth has been mandated to respect the name. So it's not just for preaching the gospel. Anything you are doing in the name of Jesus. You, you, Else you may you investment best you. What the Tiwanaka say work on investment school. You see, life demons don't know MBA. I have an MBA from Harvard. They don't know that. They don't know that. They, they don't know. And I did this. I did. You may be shocked. 
all your efforts, there may be one, one, one spirit that has been released, and he's just, he's just enjoying it. And because you didn't use the authority in his name, you just be enjoying The day you catch it, he now says, hey, our days are over. Our days are over. Our days are over. So, Paul said, we wanted to come to you. Even I, Paul, time and again. Look, they wanted to go to Thessalonica. He said, time and again, but Satan hindered us. Hey! Brothers and sisters, we don't use any kind of follow the instructions. 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 Some of you, you may be shocked. One day I met a lady. I've said this story several times. But there was a lady, eh? Before she, in fact, before she got married, prayers that happened there. Eh? Apparently, she's been trying to get married, and then two guys came. She, they they like in love with serious love. More than Romeo and Juliet. And then when they planned the date and everything was about to happen, the guy just said, It's okay. I'm not interested again. And he just left. He just went away. Life, life story, I'm telling you, I was there. I have encountered this person. If the guy said, I will not marry again, he will be there and say, I'm beautiful. I have, I have this. It's not what you have. It's who you have. Who you have. Who you have. Who you have. Now, second guy came. As for the second guy, they went so far. They bought many things for the wedding. Now the guy said he's not interested again. And the things they have bought, he has dashed it to the lady. The lady wanted to commit suicide. Wanted to commit suicide. Oh, why? Why is it that all my friends? No, something is going on. Something is going on. Something has been released. Something has been released. Something has, there are some people, before they, they, they when, when you are dating somebody, now you dating that they will allow you to date. Once you want to marry, somebody begins to show your face to another person that, hey, demons, eh? What they mean, you know, the authority in the name of Jesus and say, not in this place. You, everything will come down right before your eyes. And you may be saying, God gives, God takes. God gives, God takes. Oh, oh, if it is for me, it will come to me. <laughs> when you say that, then you, you have helped them cry. Oh, if it's truly mine, it will come. They now give themselves high five. Right. Now say, hey, Afa. <laughs> because they say, oh, this guy. But when they know that, hey, this, this guy, if we tell this guy, the authority he will use, they, they start fleeing. Between us and the devil, we are not the ones who flee, it is him. It means run, he will run through every available opening. That's a, that's a word. He will say, resist him and he will flee. Resist him. Say, not in this place. Not in this place. Watch a watch date. My baby, one week to wedding. I say, I don't know. I just don't want to. I want to. I don't want to do again. And he say, oh, normal. It's his choice. It's his choice. He doesn't want to do again. You have shared invitation cards. You have bought drinks. <laughs> you have paid the caterer. <laughs> caterer, are you coming, madam? Not today. <laughs> So what I'm telling you is that if you don't if you don't take this thing serious, there are demons everywhere. Sometimes you think, ah, why is it I'm talking to this person and he's not giving me his mind? You see, some things there are some demons that can be manipulating his mind. 
So you take authority. You take authority. You take authority. Now I want to talk about we have some time left. Okay. I want to talk about um thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to talk about oh is that Holy Spirit? I want to there's a prayer I want to talk about. I want to talk about corporate prayers. Corporate prayers. Corporate prayers. Corporate prayers. What is corporate prayer? What is corporate prayer? Do you know that there are some things that cannot happen to you if you're at home alone on your sofa and you are just watching? Sometimes what will happen is when brethren come together. Remember, one will chase a thousand and two will what? Hey, the way and two hey. <laughs> and two as a when we were in school and they are asking and we'll be at the back. Well, uh, what are you saying? Hey. <laughs> I saw you at the housing. Housing. <laughs> or two <is> housing, eh? <laughs> One, one will chase a thousand, two will chase ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> corporate prayer, corporate prayer. Let's 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 look at now. Corporate prayer is the is the most popular prayer that we pray at church in and in our meetings. You know, when we come to church, a prayer point will be given, and all of us will join and pray. Usually, an exhortation will be given sometimes. You know, sometimes an exhortation will be given. We just practice it. Cry. I, I made us pray for somebody who will be giving birth next week. You remember? Uh-huh. So that's corporate. Like we all come together and then we pray. Usually two or more people. And it's very common in our meetings. Right? In the book of Acts, the apostles also practice it. Let's look at Acts chapter 1. Let's look at verse 12 to verse 14. After Jesus had gone up to heaven... The Bible says the disciples went up to the upper room. Remember? And they were there with one accord. It's very important. One accord. Every, everybody should be on the same page. That's why I, I, this morning I explained to you that she must give birth. She's due. Blah, 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 blah. You understand? So that we can all be what? On the same page and then pray. You understand? Uh-huh. Acts chapter 1. He said, then they, so Jesus had gone up to heaven. When you read your Bible, you see that the angels told them, ah, why are you still looking up? He's gone. This man you have seen going up will come again. The Bible said, then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. Uh -huh. And when they had entered, and when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew. This brother, when we go to heaven, I'll look for him. Brother Bartholomew. I'll not say, hey, brother Bartho. <laughs> ah. like, what, what did you do? Because I heard your name, but brother, I didn't see. Pardon me, I didn't see anything. <laughs> Bartholomew. And, that, and then Jonah. Jonah, when we get to, I'll look for him. I say, hey, Eradisuma, one call. Hard guy. 
How hard can you be? God said, Go. He said, I will not go. God said, Go. He said, Spark Chile. Bartholomew and Matthew. <laughs> he said, You are laughing. You are learning the word. You are, that's how it is. That's how to go. No, I'll come to you now. I'm, I'm scaring you when you go home. Most of the times, you want to change the person. But you see, change has been left in the hands of the Holy Spirit. That's his job. My job is to preach the word. His job is to convict you. But some people want to play the Holy Ghost role. No, you post kaya. Bartholomew and Matthew, this brother, <laughs> James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas the son of James. Uh -huh. But I've never seen anybody named Judas Iscariot. Why is it so? <laughs> I've never seen somebody give me, say, what's the name of this baby, Judas Iscariot? <laughs> I really want to see some in my lifetime. That we go for a naming and then they say, What's his name? He said, Judas Iscariot. <laughs> I'm sure everybody will start laughing. <laughs> hmm. This, look at this. He said, So he mentioned their names and then he says, These, that's all of them. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brother. So they were what? Together and they were praying. That's corporate prayer. Let's look at another one. In Acts chapter 4, verse 24. After Peter and James, is it Peter and John were lashed? Peter and John were lashed. They brought them before the Sahindu. They said they shouldn't preach about Jesus again. They gave it to them. Woto, woto. <laughs> they gave it to them for mentioning the name of Jesus and preaching. Hey! Turning the whole city. You can read from verse 23 or 22 there about. They gave it to them and said they shouldn't talk about Jesus again. Gamaliel was the one who saved them. Gamaliel said, if it is of God, it will stand. Let them go. We are, we've been here. We saw Theodas. Theodas came that he was caught. What, did it, what happened? We saw this person. We saw this person. So leave them. If it is of God, it will stand. Let them go. But they still lashed them. They still gave it to them water, water, and said, don't talk about him again. Next verse. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way of punishing them. They couldn't punish them, so they, they gave it to them and said, they threatened them and said, because of the people, since they all glorified God for what had been done, people were now following them. Hey, remember the Holy Ghost came in Acts 2, so now they were the hot guys. Everybody was with them. Miracles everywhere, the lame walking. Hey, and it took attention from the Pharisees. You see, when the truth is being preached, some people will not like it. Some people, you say, they're, they're, they're big men. They didn't like it, so they guarded them and gave it to them. They didn't understand, why are they following these fishermen, uneducated guys? Next verse. Next verse. So, here was a man lame from birth. He was walking. He said, ah! 
and being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. So they went to their brethren. Next verse. That I'm looking for. So when they heard that, so they told their brethren what had happened. And when the brethren heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord. One accord. One, everybody must be on the same page. Incorporate prayer. You don't come and this one is praying this. This one is praying this. That's not corporate prayer. We are all praying one, one thing. And you can't pray corporate prayer alone. You need another person. You, or you need other people. You can pray with another person or other people. You understand? And remember when James was killed. The Bible said, and the church prayed. Acts chapter 12. James was killed and then they caught Peter and imprisoned him. And the Bible said the church gave constant prayers. Acts chapter 12. Let's close with that corporate prayer. We are still left to talk about what? Prayer of agreement. We have to talk about intercession and supplication. So next week, next week we'll do that. Now about, about that time, Herod the king stretched out his hand to harass some of the some from the church. Uh -huh. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. Uh -huh. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, the Jewish people were happy. He proceeded further to seize Peter also. Hey, the big fish. Now it was during the days of unleavened bread. Next verse. So when he had arrested him, he put him in prison. He put Peter in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers. He gave Peter to four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending to bring him before the people after Passover. So he was waiting for the Passover to go, then he'll kill Peter. Next verse. Peter was therefore kept in prison. But constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. Corporate prayer. You see, when we, when we come together and we are on one page and we pray, miracles happen. Miracles happen. He said, he said but constant prayer, unceasing prayer. This is, this is a clear example of corporate prayer. They were praying for Peter. They were, constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. Next verse. And when Herod was about to bring him out, the night, that night Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers. And the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Look, he was in the middle of two soldiers. Then the door and then soldiers in front. So there was no way. He was treated like, like a criminal. Next verse. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison, and he struck Peter on the side and raised him up. He, he was asleep. He, Peter had given up, he would die. So he was just sleeping. Peter was now dozing and just, or coriverse. He was sleeping, but unknown to him, the church, they were praying. And look at what their prayer cost. So when we come together and we pray, a lot happens. A lot happens. 
it's not one of those meetings. Oh, it's just a you see, some people treat prayer like oh, it's a prayer meeting. Oh, I'll be done in 30 minutes. That's why they don't see results. Oh, is that let's go just oh prayer one hour, it will come now. Instead of seeing that this is a time to make a change, this is a time to make a change. See, the attitude toward prayer is also important. You just treat it like, oh, I've seen Christians who just see prayer like, oh, we are 30 minutes, everybody is here, baby. Oh, yanko, yanko, yanko. Instead of Charlie, this is an opportunity to change something. To change something. He says, and Elijah shone and he struck Peter and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Next verse. Then the angel said to him, Gird yourself and tie on your sandal. All this while the soldiers who were put there were asleep. All this was happening. They didn't hear, they didn't see. When we come together to pray, a lot happens. A lot happens. If you are dating somebody and say you cannot pray together, then there's a problem. Because at two, two of you, two of you can do corporate prayer. Just two of you. That's the, the, the least number you need. Just two of you. You say we can't pray. Oh, what do you talk about? Mm, we discuss so so and so songs. Oh, we discuss Big Brother Niger. They shouldn't have evicted this one and the other one, date rush. That's what we talk about. We talk about this. We talk about this. The, the least number you need to pray this prayer is two. Two people. That's the least. If you don't have a crowd and you have two people, Charlie, when you come together to pray, you are coming to do massive things. Massive things. Look, they were praying at home. The church will not give. I said constant prayer. Peter was there. He himself had even given up or sleeping. The angel was released. Look at what happened. He said, tie your sand up. All this was happening. The soldiers that were on his side were asleep. The door, everybody, those at the door were all just there. Look. And he said to him, put on your garment and follow me. Next verse. So he went out and followed him and did not know what was done by the, the angel was real. But thought he was seeing a vision. Peter couldn't believe. He thought, what is this? He thought it was a vision. Next verse. When they were past the first and second guard posts, he took him through the security checks without them noticing anything. You see, God, eh, God does not need this human, human intervention. So. I, I've been telling people that if you like, go and buy, you see the dance of the local sort. Buy one sack and chew and say you will not allow God to do what you, you will do it. God is security guard. Men cannot stop God. They went the first and second post. If Peter wanted to go by watching how to how to jailbreak, he wouldn't have been able to do this. Look, he says they came to the iron gate. Hey! That leads to the city, which opened to them of its own accord. The iron gate opened on itself. You cannot cage God. When God is there, no cage. It will open. They say, men have the, the tightest security. Oh, the wisest man in this world, by the standard of this world, is foolish to God. The strongest man in this world, when he stands before God, is too weak. That's why our posture is the posture of prayer. Intervene. For we have no power but your power. We can't do it. Only you can intervene. 
when we when we you see prayer is the highest form of humility he opened on his own accord and they went out and went down one street and immediately the angel departed from him he took him out and said go home free next verse when Peter had come himself, he not realized, hey, it wasn't a dream. He said, now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. They were all expecting that they'll wake up and then they'll come and celebrate Peter's death. But God didn't plan so because the church was praying, constant prayer, corporate prayers, praying together praying to is very important that's why we assemble here at times to pray you say oh why is it that they are not teaching every time they should just come and teach the word every Wednesday why is today prayer is is good it has its place we can't just do word 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 all the time prayer one day I told you that if you take just what word alone you will bloat up you remember if you just take what prayer alone what will happen I use another word. Then I say, if you take prayer and word, you will grow up. Remember that song? Read your Bible, pray every day if you want to grow. Very correct. Look. Uh huh. Next verse. I'm closing. It's time. So I have to close. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose name was Mark, where many were gathered. He came to the house where, 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 who and who? Many were gathered together praying. They were still praying, not knowing their prayer has been answered. Next verse. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a girl named Rhoda came to answer. You can go and read the rest for yourself. It's amazing when we come together to pray. If it's our time and one of our brethren has been caught like this and we have to pray, somebody say, I have interview tomorrow. I have this to do. Hey, I, 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 I'm tired. I have to sleep. You think they didn't have things to do but it was important they knew when we pray we can change something our time oh hey no 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 hey i have to go to this place four o'clock i have to go to the bank tomorrow hey I, I, I should come and pray this night no 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 impromptu all night there is no last friday of the month how can you call for impromptu all night when it's not last friday of the month when dr young was alive he said he said they had prayer chains eh? They could gather in just two minutes. They could gather over 100,000 of people, like 100,000 people praying. The man who had the largest church. They could gather like huge number of people praying in just two minutes. A command would just be sent, we have to pray. And you see, they are praying. I told you about the Moravian movement. They had the, the prayer chain that went for 100 years. Pray every day for 100 years. Every day we are just praying. We are 100 years. 100 years. It's amazing. When we come together, to, don't take it that, oh, it's some, you know, in some churches, eh, it's like the order of the meeting. So pray at 20. So the people is in their mind, order. worship. Then we share the grace. Then we take. It's not an order. It's time to do something. It's time for business. So when you come in and the guy is leading or whoever, our leader is leading us to pray. Don't just say that, oh, it's something we do to start the service. It's a precursor to the service and then the man of God will come. No. It, it can cause miracles. It can cause miracles. God bless you. Hallelujah. Please let's give our offerings as we close.